clippity clap. Yep. So we're doing it. Hey, welcome back. <laughs> hey guys. Welcome oh, I back. Thought, I thought you were mad I was lighting my cigar again. Yeah, I'm no, like, I wanted to I wanted them to I wanted to have a welcome yeah. without anger first. Mm. So it's like a happy, like, hey, what's up, everybody? And uh Joe, what is wrong with you? What? That, Let us that count was the, the ways. That was the intro. <laughs> we were so so <laughs> you, smoking you bad. <laughs> this guy. This guy. Okay, Joe or no Joe. Josh, lead us in. What am I saying again? Ah, dang it. We never gave me the it. script. Every producer it. we have. We do need to write that down. With the, you just we need, need to write, write that down. Lisa reads it because she do not want to try to remember it. And she's pretty slow. Yeah. It was she is. it was uh, looking through life of the that life through the lens. <laughs> you don't even <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> I, don't know what I hope that's not Lit. the intro. Lit. That it was uh, welcome back, guys. Looking to through life through the lens of the Bible hey, of Christian people. Welcome to you. Welcome back to You Won't Hate It. Where we talk about life through the lens of pastors at the length of a cigar. Oh, oh. alliteration! Oh, good. Write alliteration. that down. Oh, yeah, no, good. Write that down because you sucked at saying it first. Although oh. it is interesting, we still don't know your name. <laughs> oh, I have to introduce myself every time. I mean, literally, you have to say this is like how this works. Is yeah. that part of it? Hey yeah. guys, I'm Josh. Hey, I'm Ryan. Hey. Yep, I'm Lindsay. Oh, it's your turn. I'm Floyd. Was that Lindsay or Lindsay? It's Lindsay. I'm looking at life through the lens of my lenses because it's lens time. Nope, you're not getting my name. Start. Starting now? Okay, sure. and that's Joe. I don't know why he's dead set. That's like a bit he wants to do I from mean, we, now on, and been, I don't get it. We've been started for a while. Okay. Oh, no, no. Uh, oh yeah, we can introduce ourselves 20 minutes later, yep. but at some point. Uh, uh, I'm Joe. So the whole, what, what, Joe? No, Josh? Who are you? You what called Josh him Joe twice said, now. I did, I have called him Joe. What Josh had said was that the length of the cigar part, I like that. And today I thought it was fun because uh, Josh's that's sir jo- friend. That's Joe, by the way. He just called him Josh. Josh's sir friend brought him cigars back from Ecuador. I, I know that people listening and watching have no idea what you said because it took me a minute to realize you were saying sir friend. I keep hearing surf friend like Josh is some surfer. Oh. Like he's, he's out there. Josh, but, Josh is a surfer. Yeah. But he's wearing his glasses because he looks through the ocean, through the lenses of lenses. That dude can ride a wave. Yep. Like it's nobody's business. Nobody's business. Woo. This dude is a ride. He rides. So your your buddy went to uh, another country. Uh, that's a little too informal yeah, right off the right out of the gate. It's a sir. He is sir, a sir. Sir went to the um Oh boy, I, I I just realized Chris might listen to this because I was gonna be like, no, the, no, I'm gonna show him. Well, okay, and I was okay. gonna the whole reason I was saying that is to be like, Chris, thank you so much. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like this is so cool, oh. and they're so good. That's I, not where I was going. With I it. now want to hear <laughs> what you were gonna say about Chris because Chris is four times your size he, and, and trained <laughs> and has guns. But here's the funny part. But is the gentlest he's, he's the it, until he hears sweetest guy until ever. he hears so much. I hate that they call each other sir. I mean, oh, that, then well, all of a sudden, that's the... He knows. Why do you think he does it? That's right. Yeah. yeah. He's like, like, the world hates this. I'm going to keep doing it. That's right. Hey, so, uh, <laughs> you, you can't hide your romance by saying the word sir to each other just True. so you know. Oh, that, doesn't, that doesn't disguise anything. And next time we see each other, Chris, can you please call Joe sir oh, a lot? That'd be great. Like a lot. Sir? Well, sir. And it's... You think it's... You're like... Everybody's like, who cares? Until you listen to a person have a conversation saying sir on the phone to somebody else on the phone. Yes, sir. Okay. Not yes, sir. Okay, sir. It does sound a little bit weird. Mm-hmm. But all that to say, Thank uh, you. 
Thank you. Thank you. Ecuadorian cigars with some dude on them. Libertad. That's right. No, you actually said it right. You actually said it right. That's the right. That's the right thing. Oh, here's the, here's the exterminator. I know, I know. Oh, I saw him over here. That's awesome. Uh, by the way, Libert, is it Libertador? Liber, Libertador. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Lib. Oh, it would be Lib. Libertador. 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 It would be Libertador. You're correct. The liberator yeah, of yeah. Ecuador. I did yeah. not know Ecuador was oppressed in any way specifically, and that the this guy freed them for cigars. It would be interesting to know specifically what the liberation was. What they were liberated from, and why? Mm. And why is all of a sudden like now we can have cigars? I well, I no, know. I think it's just a, it's a, it's an homage. Hecho mm. mano, handmade, is that what that? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And that's the thing; these were and hand rolled. Yep. By the guy that Chris. This is super cool. Anyway, so we're all smoking the same one. They're very good, and we are very happy. Yeah, I, I think if you are going to go to Ecuador, to keister back tons of illegal drugs, you, the least you could do is also bring cigars, and he did. Yeah. I thought that was muling. It should also then be like, and I'll bring some cigars. Yeah, there's a lot of room. Yeah, we. There's a yes. lot of room. Mm-hmm. Okay, and <laughs> welcome to the my podcast by myself because the other ones got fired. That's right. Hey. <laughs> so uh, well, Joe will get fired. Ryan will get killed. Or uh, Josh will get whoa. killed. Whoa. whoa. Why is Josh getting killed? No, I like that. Everybody because not. Chris. he just insinuated about Chris. Oh. Um, oh. Insinuated? <laughs> just straight out said. Just yeah. said it. <laughs> just went right, right after it. Mm. Okay, so okay. yeah, the whole point, uh, four pastors, we all work at the same church, First Street Church, and... Uh, Not anymore. Yeah, we used to work at First Street Church, and we just want to chat through life. What's happening? Yeah. Not a Bible study. No. In fact, we'll probably, honestly, it'll range from whatever's happening in current uh, culture and politics to even things that are happening in the Christian world. We're just going to cover whatever. Just, it's just like, like yeah. the, honestly, like Josh's very eloquent statement was, it's like the lens. We're, we're living life just like you are. You're just seeing this through our lens as pastors. We're just, we put our pants on the same way as you. Yeah. It's uh, I don't, I don't know. Can I, you see pants? In the, oh, you can the wide shot. Darn it. Yeah. Uh, do you, are you a socks before pants guy? Yes. I heard people yes. say ask this. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. In yeah. fact, absolutely. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm not. Why? You don't wear socks. Well, I do. I do wear socks. Why There's would socks you? He wears socks, socks with and Crocs, Crocs, which is Socks weird. and Crocs. That's the name of the new, that's the new name of the podcast. It's Socks and Crocs. Socks You're doing yeah, we're going to get a, uh, we're going to get a very specific demographic watching. Yes. Right. Because they're, they're bad readers. Thank you. Because they're bad readers. Thank you, Josh. Uh, so... Uh, it doesn't make sense because those are kind of joggers. Yeah. So they're tied around the ankles. Okay. I was going to tell you. I'm, I'm going to do what Josh did last week. Think about it. Think about it. Just think about it. Think this. about yeah. it. If you put on your pants first, you then have to pull up tight ankle and then a sock and then open <laughs> it. It doesn't make sense. Okay. So on Hold the, on. Think about it. I will. Okay. Hmm. Wait a second. Now you go. Hold on. I'm still thinking about it, which is great for podcasts. Keep thinking. I'm just going to think about this for a second. Because you'll eventually come Mm. to... And the reason I say think about it is because if you do, you will eventually come to my conclusion. That's how that works. That's what think about it actually means. So Think about it means I'm right. That's right. Yeah. So uh, for these pants, I do put the socks on first. And mostly in the wintertime, I do because I put the socks over my long underwear 
That's how I keep them from. Well, you put you know. them over. So socks over the long underwear. So they don't, you know, when you put your pants on, they don't kind of slide up. But anyways, but normally if I'm wearing jeans, like I wouldn't. So that's that's kind of. I just thought like I was gonna say I do that, but I thought with jeans, no, I put them on after I, I put my jeans on first. Man, I, I disagree with so many choices in your life. So many. Think about it. Oh, I've thought a lot about it. <laughs> so many choices. <laughs> Okay, so we're obviously in the new year. We're getting started yeah. here. Uh, a lot oh, of stuff has happened. But what? we did say this. Uh, we, where the name You guys reminded, yeah. The last time we said we were going to say where the name You Won't Hate It came from. Because mm-hmm. it really boils down to uh, we were talking one day like, hey, h- how do you talk about the church? You want to like tell people? And it was one of our friends who said like, he goes, I jokingly just tell people you won't hate it. He actually made a Google review. And this Google is what review. was funny is that he then went and made, we actually have a Google review that says, he gave us five stars. Which made it worse. Which I, made it worse. It was not that's good. And it says, you won't hate it. We thought it was, that's just such a funny concept, just, and this is kind of the personality of our church, is that we thought that was so funny. We made a giant billboard banner out of it and hung it out in front of the church but we gave it three and a half stars because we thought that was more realistic. <laughs> was more, yeah. If you come to our church or watch our church online, you won't hate it is correct. Yeah. Uh, and it's about three and a half stars. Yeah, it's about that's three and a half stars. That's what I'd say. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, I think that's, where, I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, so that's where the name came from. And uh, I was going to say, so when we're looking here, we're in 2023. We're just getting into 2023. Just when you think back right now on the last year, what stands out to you. So let's just do it. It doesn't have to be politics. It can be news. It can be your own personal life. But let's just start with what, see, here's the kind of the concept for us is like the Jesus part of this is just always a part of it. Yeah. So we just talk about anything. And because that's how we live our life yep. is that the Jesus, so we don't need to be like, let's open up the Bible. We're just going to talk about life. And because Jesus guides the way we live, it always becomes a part of it. Mm. So that's, that's kind of what you'll see a lot on this is we're just going to talk about whatever's going on in the world. And then in, inevitably, it just be like, well, how does that affect our faith, our journey, you know, yeah. our relationship with God? There's a, there's a couple of big... There's actually... A, 2023 was insane. Way more happened than I thought. Um, 2023? Two. Two. No, three. I, I'm prophesying. talking about this. Yeah, it's it's just, a little bit about our church. It's happening. Very charismatic. So I just found out... Oh, I guess this was in 2023. I just found out that on, I think it was January 2nd, that Ken Block died. And that was kind of heartbreaking to me. Who's nope. what? Who's Ken Block? Ken Block died, dude. Who is like Ken Block? Days ago. Ken Block is uh, the drifter. You know, uh, Jim Connor, the car drifting. Um, Keep going. It, Who? What's another reference? You've seen him. Uh, so he, Jim Block. He has the Hoonigan. It's the Ken Block, and he's the guy who he was one of the best drifters. He got super famous. He's amazing. Oh my gosh! So he's he famous for something nobody cares about. Uh, got it. Pretty famous. Uh, and he did the, you know, you've seen countless videos. He was, un, he was amazing. <laughs> Have they? Uh, I mean, his social media presence is slightly bigger than yours. That is a uh, low bar. Slightly. That is a low that bar. Low. Uh, no, anyway, so it was, it was kind of a bummer. I had just watched a documentary on him. Like, Travis Pastrana, who's super famous. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm Tra- excited to hear something. Do you not know who Travis Pastrana is? Sandwiches are delicious outside of that. Do don't you know. not know who Travis Pastrana I, I have is? I not recognized a name you said so far. Oh, this is shocking. He died at 55. I know. Isn't that weird? Do you know Travis Pastrami? 
Pastrami, yeah. Okay. Great with deli mustard. Travis Pastrana is also the most famous motocross racer in history. Okay. Like, oh yeah. my gosh, this is so funny. Uh, anyway, Travis Pastrana. Have you seen the show Dark? Race I wanna, with him. I want to. Nope. Okay. I haven't watched it yet. Okay. But I know somebody who loves it. <laughs> uh, anyway, so he died. That was weird to me. I just watched a bunch of stuff on him. Was, um, that was that was weird for me. Yeah. Because I was such a fan. Just so you know. Earth shattered on this side of the room. Just I know. Like, yeah, it well, seems like you guys are pretty traumatized by this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are. You know, it's funny. He it was a in a snowmobile act. Not it's not funny. It's yeah. Serendipitous. What is going on there? Uh, snowmobile accident. And I just saw Jeremy Renner was in a snowmobile accident. What? How yeah. is that serendipitous? Who's Jeremy oh, Renner? That's <laughs> serendipitous. Usually has yeah, a positive connotation. Positive connotation. <laughs> Does it's, it? It's coincidental. You were in a snowmobile. So is Jeremy Renner. <laughs> they're in, the same, no they're in the same hospital room. He too. died. Yeah. How's Jeremy Renner doing? I'm intrigued. Serendipitous. Is it so? In my head, it is positive. Mm-hmm. Is it? Does it That's actually true. have a positive usually, bend? I usually think it means does. fortunate. It does. Okay, it does. It right. Yeah. Fortunate. Okay. Uh, so, uh, okay. Just since you, you this is kind of how our world is. Um, talking about like motocross and snowmobile accidents. There's a lot of guys. Ryan seems to be in a world of people. Actually, I think all of us have people in our life who are just like impressive individuals. You're like, this dude is just a bad dude. Because you're talking about these the, the stuff they're doing. Those are usually some pretty bad dudes. Yeah, Ken Bach, Glenn Bach and Travis Pastrana were honestly on a level that just is crazy, shocking. right? Yeah. So um, w- the first church that was sharing Christ with me. So mm-hmm. I was there in a youth group, and they had two brothers who were volunteers in the youth group, and the one brother. He ended up starting some sort of like a hiking and adventure type of a thing. And this dude, you're like, this guy's kind of a, he's kind of a badass. Yeah. It feels like it, you know? Uh, then later on, years later, you know, I become a Christian. I was just saying, hey, how's he doing? What's going on? And they tell this story where he's out snowmobiling with his daughter. Hits something they can't see in the snow, falls off, lands on a root on a tree in his eye. What the heck? Like straight into his eye. Yeah. his eye out. And his daughter's young. Picks his daughter up, yeah. puts her on the snowmobile, and like literally just casually drives back to get his eye worked on. Yeah. I just, the thought that a root would go in my eye and I would just be calm, I need to take care of my daughter, flip the snowmobile back over, you know what I mean? And then go back yeah. there. Like that, and they it's said it's pretty like, awesome. Like it was just like, just super like, yeah, it's just what I needed to do. When you think about it, because it sounds insane, and then you go, what else? What other choice do you have? Yeah. Both of you die out in the snow? Yeah. 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 But it's crazy. It is one of those, like, I hope I never have to be tested like that. Yeah. That's the hope. That yeah. that and doesn't it, happen. That's not serendipitous, just so we know. No, no, no. That's right. I, uh, I had like a hangnail yesterday. So that's serendipitous wow. that that guy had a root in his eye. The only reason this is fun is because Josh is like a wordsmith. Like the only reason why this is fun is because... A this, word wizard. Yeah. A, <laughs> the sorting hat <laughs> is placed in, <laughs> in the vocabulary section of wizards. Yes. It's so, the worst Harry Potter gift of all time. Right. What magic can you do? I know words. <laughs> I know words. <laughs> like lots of words. I, I go talking. <laughs> um, so Ken Block was, was this year. So that doesn't count. What, were the, what was the stuff last year, 2022? Yeah, what do you what guys got? stood out to you? Good, bad, indifferent, things that were special. I'm going to keep Josh, talking until one of you guys jumps in. Josh, think about it. Josh, so think about it. Yeah, that's the question, Josh. I'm just looking up uh, what... He's, He's looking up what happened in 2022. I'm curious what like, articles of 
highlights. Yeah. Of what was so? Think back. What was something? What, what do you got? What do you got, Floyd? The, well, from a, on a personal standpoint, I yeah. had uh, two grandsons at the end of 2022. Yeah, that's awesome. And so that's that's awesome. My uh, my my namesake. Had and you his like namesake. one of them, which is great. Yeah, you got to decide which one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Floyd Cletus Ogle the fourth. And then, if and you've then, not heard that name before, you've not spent a lot of time in trailer don't parks. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I want to say something so bad. I wanted to say it last time, too, and I told Josh in the replay when we were watching it, but I won't say it here. Uh, uh, and, then, and then Luke. That, wor- uh, that name born. is typically uttered without teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just... We're sorry. Says the guy in Crocs and a SpongeBob shirt. All That's Floyd's it. and Cletus's. Yep. It's the Cletus part. I think it's just the Cletus part. You want to hear the funniest thing about my name? I think it's mainly the Cletus part. <laughs> you want to hear the worst part about my name? I think my dad was drunk when he did the birth certificate. No. Because the spelling's wrong in Cletus, right? C-L-E-U-T-I-S. Cletus. Because, you know, he did the, he did the old C-L-E-U- traditional A's where it's a... T-I-S? Yeah. So it's not even really, it's, but it's, it's supposed to be. It's very French. It's Cloutis. I'm Cloutis. Oh, is that, I like it. That's how you pronounce it? That's like it. it. It's Cloutis. Oh, yes. No, no. I, this Stop. is a church show. Mine gets This is a church show. Yeah, exactly. It's a church show. I can't. It's I just can't do it. It's Cloutis. <laughs> uh, that's wonderful. So two grandkids. That's what stood out to you. Yeah. Uh, nothing that has effect on other people. Okay, I well, get that. Well, I mean, it has an effect on some other people. Yeah, yeah I, I wanted like a like a world thing, a global thing that maybe these kind people could relate to, yeah, or could. also say like, "Oh, that's right, that was crazy." Some of these people had children and grandchildren. Oh, that's a that's a that's a something. There's four people Whoa, watching. None of them was, have kids. Right. In Please tell me that's how you tell everybody off in life. This is the like the most churchy version of. Are they give the finger? They say "f you." Nope. It is a pop and a, and a waving of these fingers. I can't even do that noise. My son, my 11 year old son, yesterday. Uh, <laughs> so we took a we took a family photo up in uh, where were we? Shea. Cayucas. Okay. And it's. The Oman Opa, who are the matriarch and patriarch, they'll be, they're the elders. They're 90. They're both over 90 years old. Mm-hmm. All the great-grandchildren were with them. So there's like 10 or something. Is that, is that Nordic, by the way, to say Oman German. Opa? Oman German. Oman Opa, yeah, okay. German. Uh, and so they are – this is my wife's family. I clearly am German, obviously. Uh, mm-hmm. And so we take, we're taking a bunch of pictures, telling the kids to smile, and then all of a sudden, I think it was my sister-in-law or somebody was like, all right, everybody flip off the camera. So all the kids flipped off the camera. So did my grandma and grand, and it was your the, grandparent. The grandparents. Did it, it was the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. I have no the picture. Way. It's gorgeous. It's all of them. All these little kids. Eleven is the oldest, so eleven and under, all flipping off the camera with no. their ninety-plus-year-old great-grandparents. It's wonderful. So now, of course, and that's not a big deal in my household. No, we joke about it all my the time. Gosh. My eleven-year-old said, "He goes, man, we were watching some cartoon where the the hero got turned to stone." He goes, man, if I ever get turned to stone, I'm going to just give my brother the middle finger as I go out. That's And he's amazing. like, and then it's just... I, you got to show him Constantine. Oh, I love it. You're ready for Constantine. Right? I was like, you're, you're ready, ready for kid. Constantine. And I loved it. I was like, that's the right, that's the right idea. That's hilarious. It made me happy that my kid... Because I'm like, that's the, what I would do. Because who yeah. Literally cares? exactly what I would do. I love it. Flying it's just, the It's bird. a finger. I, I love that the, the gesture of a middle finger didn't exist in Jesus' time. That was not... That's an English thing. Hmm. So it originated in England, and it was two fingers. And even in today's... What were the two fingers? 
it's these two figures and it had to do with, so they do this now, but it literally had to do with archery. And the idea was I've got both my fingers. I can kill you. That's the whole idea. So well, it was that's how you would pull a bowstring yeah. back, which is funny because you actually use three fingers to pull yeah. a bowstring back. So it's very so now the, the Brits. British. It's funny because the but the Brits. This is how you should flip somebody. Off. <laughs> that's All, actually how much. How many? How many f's do you want somebody to get? <laughs> Roughly three. three. Uh, but so they do this. But now because of the advent of you, everybody watches the same TV. You go to England, they give the middle finger now. Mm. All and it is funny, but it it is weird because they will give the peace sign. Mm-hmm. And so that was fine. This if is really bad. And then they just started doing this for the peace sign. So you're like, but that's the middle finger. Right. It was, it's a very confusing culture. Oh. It is. Yeah. Yeah, we're simple. They're the ones that are confusing. Oh, absolutely. Right. We can only handle one finger at a time. That's right. That's very simple. <laughs> okay, Josh, uh, Josh has something. I feel like he's discovered what you wanted to talk about. Yeah, you watched a couple of news highlights clippings. of uh, 2022 and goes down through the significant events around the world. I think for me that I was thinking of, that's on the list, uh, was the Russia invading Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. The effect of that. Yeah. It, 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 did, it had global ripples, 100%. Right. Yeah. Were you thinking more the financial effect of it or the... Uh, yeah. Why does that, why does that uh, not well, affect you? But like, time, what is it to you? At the time when this was happening, I was in a relationship with someone whose family right. you know, was connected oh. to those cultures. And, and Which side of it was her family on? Hmm. They're Russian, but they had Ukrainian relatives. Oh, there yeah. you go. It is complicated there. It is, yeah, yeah. It's 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 more civil warish than we're giving it she credit for. Her mother mentioned they had a friend from Ukraine who moved to Russia for his business and then joined the military. No. And then came back to Ukraine invading Ukraine. And it's no. like, I can't imagine. So, so wait, he was Ukrainian, went mm-hmm. to Russia, and was part of the Russian army, and actually was part of the invi- No way. So wait, did he? So he joined was, the army, and then was just he was had no choice. Now yeah, you're in the, the army. army. Yeah, once you're in, now you're you just in. Gotta right. go. Right. Wow. Yeah. That's a crazy that story, a, and that was a commonality. So people's families, friends, neighborhoods were. That is people. crazy. Right? Yeah. So yeah, that that makes it honestly that makes it just really sad. So you yeah you were even more enmeshed in it than others because they were part of that i didn't i didn't i still you know like i have got russian friends but none that had ties like that yeah. so it was more of just like uh they were upset right because they're like this is insane why are we doing this type thing and right so that was the consensus that i got most it is of the time. it is a weird it is a weird dynamic and and i get it you know but it is weird that this is the one thing and it's because it's first world countries going to war and you feel like putin is a Hitler type where he's, you know, being aggressor into Europe. And so you want to stop him. But it is weird that we did pick this thing when there's a gajillion atrocities happening across the globe. So this was this was the most difficult conversation I remember having during that time. I and it, it, it spills over into faith quite a bit. I it was atrocious, it's horrible, shouldn't happen. Um when it when Putin did invade, everybody was like, we have to do something. My response was, and still is, absolutely, yes, something needs to be done. I'm curious as to why you're not saying that about the other atrocities that are going on. And the, the problem was, every time I would voice anything like that, I would say, yes, I believe something needs to be done. On a separate topic... Um, what do you think about the warlord in Africa that's taking over villages and right. kidnapping children? 
and they would, to a T, everyone would get mad at me and say, stop derailing the conversation. We're talking about Russia. And I'm like, okay, I, I was, I struggled and I'm sure it's a shortcoming on my part, to be honest with you. I struggled because I want to say, yes, I agree. And I, I, we will talk about that. I think we need to do something. Can we table that for a second? Because I'm just curious as to why your knee-jerk reaction when you hear about Russia invading Ukraine is we have to get involved. Mm -hmm. But you also know about other atrocities that are going on. Right. Why isn't your knee-jerk reaction that we need to get involved? That, and nobody that I spoke with was able to, to walk down that road with me. Yeah, I'm just curious. Like, I agree that... You know, that our political atmosphere here in this country is very tense right now. But but I also want to talk about something else. And it was I think it was difficult. And I get it. I think, again, it's difficult for people to have kind of all these different conversations sure. at once so they get focused on one thing. But it was very intriguing to me. Well, That's it's the same I idea with Paul Whelan, who's the Marine that they didn't trade for, but they traded for Brittany Griner. And I'm only just making the point of the idea of nobody knew about Paul existing. That's, right. that's my only point about it. Right. Is that it's not a negative to Brittany Griner. And right. that, it's, that has to do with, like, we didn't even know this dude existed. So I think that's what it, well, that's what it is, is that when you, when you bring that up, somebody goes, why don't you care about, is it Griner or Kreiner? Griner. Griner. Yeah. Somebody says, why don't you care about Griner? And you go, no, 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 I totally care about her. I'm also saying it's weird that nobody knew this. Why do you hate her? And you're like, oh, wait, why are you... Like, that's not what I'm saying. Right. It's basically like it's kind of a straw man argument where you're like, that wasn't my point. That wasn't what I was saying. And I'm so interested. And I, I find myself doing this too, where when I get frustrated about something, I just I, I kind of get tunnel visioned on one point yeah, and try down. and drive that home. And right. I'm like, why do we do that? Why can't mm. we just calm down? We... Honestly, there, we do have a dog in the fight with Russia and Ukraine. There are a lot of ramifications that we are experiencing yeah. right now. As so taxpayers, I, we're sending gajillion dollars over there. So much so money much over money. there. Gas prices doing great. Yeah. Although they're lowering. They, they are lowering. Down. And it's, it is this, I would say this is probably a good conversation is, um, I get why the world can have hard conversations. I don't get why the church can't. So this is, this is my point. And I, I see it flowing into the church so often and I, this just happened the other night. I had a conversation, um, and I got heated about politics. And I realized, and I even said right in the middle of it, I was like, I, I'm so sorry. I am not heated about, I don't care about politics. I, I do. I mean, I care. But I, I'm like, I, don't, I never get this heated about stuff. I felt kind of backed into a corner because you weren't hearing my point. And so instead of calming down, I started to lash out. Hmm. I see that in the church. So often, especially when it's interesting topics about sin or little theological differences that yeah. that honestly aren't and, salvation and politics in the church, and that's politics, and then politics bleeding. In. I mean, the worst conversation I saw in the church recently was a couple weeks ago about what mics to use for this podcast with Josh and I. It it, it, it got, got it got ugly. out of hand. It got it got crazy. It was mostly <laughs> me. It was mostly me. Yeah. I would say it got surprising. <laughs> well, and it's, and it's not even, it's often, it's not even as much about the topic as it is about, like you said, it's that personal feeling of not being heard or feeling disrespected for most people. Yeah. What is our problem? I would also as say. As like humans, what is our deal that we, we so desperately, I think it is desperately want to be heard and desperately want to be right, 
which is kind of interesting because who cares? Well, I also think that I think that a lot of times Christians pick a principle of the Bible that they can understand and then they, they go with it. So whether mm. that's grace or empathy, they tend to just lead with grace and empathy all the time. Whether it's truth, then they just lead with truth all the time. And so they, this concept of that, how do those work together doesn't happen a lot for Christians. How does truth and justice and mercy and honor and love and sacrifice, how does it all work together? And I think if you're not spending any time thinking about those, just the ones that you get intuitively, yeah. I think that's where this, so you got one person leading with empathy, one person talking about truth, and they're both like, I'm right. And they're like, you are. You're, you're both right. Yeah. Right. You're, you're justice, both right. the concept of justice and mercy, and mercy are the two that it's like, they're darn near dichotomous, right? Yeah. Like they really, and they're not one bit. Like yeah. God is the God of justice. He's the God of mercy. Yeah. What are you supposed to do with that? Yeah. It's interesting. I, I, I find it fun. Well, I think it's, it's funny because that's right out of Micah 6, 8, right? Mm -hmm. So act justly, love mercy, walk humbly. And I do think, I actually think those are progressive because yeah. I do think this idea of is your normal gear without even thinking about it should be to do justice, like yeah. to act justly. And then once you've determined what is just, your next thought is how does mercy work here now? So I don't think that they're, I think it's the next layer. It's like, okay, the just thing to do here is this. And then you say, now what's the merciful thing to do? Yeah. And then going forward is, I'm not so sure because I'm not God. I'm going to do this humbly. Yeah. That's like, so I'm like, I'm going to do my best here. I'm the trying thing, to manage both. I think it's interesting because it says to act justly. And, and I think it's love funny. Love mercy. And you love mercy. And, you, and the act justly part is so funny to me that we immediately go, perfect. I get to uh, enact justice on other people. And I'm like, it kind of sounds like you're supposed to be just though, like it's you. Act justly is me. I, I'm right, not, not necessarily. I'm, it doesn't say dispense justice. It says act. And justly. I think there's a, a level of that, sure. But I'm like, uh, basically, most of the Bible, the vast majority of the Bible, is dealing with you. Well, because it will, and it makes sense, right? Because if every single person in the on the planet handled themselves properly, there's no conflict. There's because everybody's just owning it. But right? it, we are so fast. So yeah, what about them? So fast. That's our go-to, right? Like, okay, no, I know I'm supposed to clean up my life, but like, what about this guy? This guy's so much worse than me. And you're like, yeah, no one's talking about him, though. Yeah. This is the whole deflection again. Like, it's we just whole, constantly. In, it's the whole plank. Back in yeah. beam theology. Yeah, yeah, right. Where Jesus is just like, worry about yourself. Like, this is, and here's the funny part. The world can be falling down around you and you won't like it. But if you actually work on yourself, you'll be able to deal with it way better. Oh, so good. You'll yeah. just, you'll be able to deal with it better. So good. Yeah, because you can't control those things anyway. Right. That's the, okay, so what, uh, two grandsons, Russia, Ukraine. So you're going to say selfish. Yes. Global. Global. Yeah, global. yeah. You can, you can actually just buy those answers. You get a good glimpse into the type of people that they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. So then I'll, yeah. I'll share mine, which makes sense. I like it. It's Will Smith slapping... Uh, <laughs> What are you? His, oh, I thought we were taking a picture with our grandparents. Oma and, and Opa aren't here. They're proud right now. That's right. They're so happy yeah. for you. <laughs> well, you did it, buddy. I like it. I, I do want to point it out with a cigar in his hand. That Josh Googled. He was his just answer. showing me his hand. Josh did Google. No, his I was, answer. So I you're saying answer, he's, so you're saying he's responsible? I thought about the Pope too. I did think about the Pope dying at the end of the year. Yeah, my I freaked out because my mom told me the Pope died, and it was weird because I'm like, oh my gosh, I love the Pope. And then I found out it was the, it was Benedict. It was the it was the last one who stepped yeah. down, and I was like, oh okay, he was 
he was 140. Right. Like I mean, they're was, all 100. It wasn't that shocking. The, how old's the new guy? The guy in there right now. The new guy's cool. How, uh, he seems great, the right? Cool Pope. Yeah. That's uh, what we call him. Cool hey, Pope. what's up, cool Pope? It's funny. Is there's a, I don't know if you know. There's a there's a title, a position in the Catholic Church called the preacher to the Pope. Yeah, isn't that? I've always thought that was the greatest. Wow. It's so cool. And the preacher to the Pope is probably more like Bethel. Like the that, that church, you know, where they all the Bethel music comes from. He's probably more from that theology than he is Catholic. And who? I thought that's the guy that's speaking into the Pope's life. I thought that's such a weird. Who is he? Is he really? I, yeah, yeah. I forgot his he's name. He's more name. charismatic, or yeah, he's whatever. Yeah, super like that way. Really? Yeah. This, this position is designed literally. That guy just ministers to the that's Pope. His, that's his gig. What a cool gig! Wouldn't yeah. that be fun? And I love awesome. that the Pope realizes he needs it. Hundred percent. Oh, that's awesome. It's kind of awesome. Hey, why? So Pope Benedict is the one who passed away. Yeah. Uh, he is, is he the only pope to ever step down? The only one in my memory. I yeah, for sure in my lifetime. Yeah. He's the only one to be caught. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> oh you are absolutely good. Well, yeah. this one's not being posted. Ah, dang it. We had it up until that point. <laughs> I was going to ask why he stepped down and then just move on immediately. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm Fired. Re- regret nothing. Uh, <laughs> regret nothing. Uh, what was yours? What's yours? What? Well, what wait. I was going to ask oh, this question. Yeah. So when we had Billy Graham, right? Billy Graham was with us. BG. Yep. Uh, he was the Pope of Protestants. Yeah, right? that's that's probably right. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Who's the Pope of Protestants now? Well, Who's the closest thing to that? I I, I don't know. I don't know who that would be. But I I'm just wanna, I'm asking. I don't want to toot my own horn. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> uh, Ooh, that is very interesting. I do. Probably in the biggest churches, like the biggest mega churches, a lot of those guys have been in trouble recently. So, you like, if you would have said something like Bill Hybels, who was pretty famous at the time, got in a lot of trouble recently. Big trouble. Yeah. So I don't really know who that is. I was the, so the biggest the biggest name I can think of is Joel Osteen. Oh, is there a bigger name than Joel Osteen that you can think of? Luis Palau is not as big as Joel Osteen, but he's a bigger name you think he's a bigger name no i'm just saying he's one of the bigger names oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. joel osteen is the most visible yeah Yeah, i would think so is it osteen's pretty controversial though there's very controversial (laughs) (laughs) well done it's really controversy amongst seals it's really (laughs) <laughs> it's a seal controversy. It's a seal controversy. No, you're singer, totally though. right. I, he is. Seal. That's what I was thinking too. Is I'm like he's such a big name, but I can't think of because trying to think of that anybody. was the thing is Billy Graham was I, not denied. I don't remember him being divisive in the slightest a, bit. No, everybody liked him. And Billy Graham never pastored a church either, right? He was did always he not? An evangelist. No, just an I never evangelist. knew that he was just a yeah. traveling evangelist. You're wow. right. Great. It was a sermon illustration I heard a long time ago. Great story. I'm going to butcher it because I don't remember the names. That he and another guy started their evangelist career at the exact same time, and the other guy was like a thousand times better preacher, more charismatic, more people loved him, more people followed him. They both started out doing tent revivals. This other guy was dominant and had a moral failure. No. And Billy Graham was just like, he, he was a very, I, I say all the time, Billy Graham is one of the most moving speakers I've ever heard in my life. That's the Holy Spirit. With the simplest, it's crazy. lame yeah. message you've ever, it's just so, not lame, but basic. It was just so, every time, 
I heard him preach a dozen times. Every time it was identical. Yeah. And it was him being like, and by the way, God loves you. And I'm weeping and I give my, I have another salvation moment, like my eighth one. It I'm is, like, I'm going his, forward. His gospel, like when people are like, oh, oh, like if you were to like, how do you receive Christ? His was like, just ask Jesus into your heart. That, he, that was, he was it. so it was special. A, yeah. It was so, it was so good. Uh, so, uh, so the one, so the one guy, the one they both start with a tent revival, and one guy's now making tents, is what you were trying to say. According yeah. to yeah. ChristianMinistry.edu, the number one most influential Christian in ministry today. So excited! Is Rick Warren? That's one of the biggest churches followed, for sure. And he, had a book, he had a book that he had a book that blew up. Yeah, everybody knew about yeah. it. So followed by Dr. James Dobson. Okay. Oh, I forgot about Jimmy guys. D. And I'd say Charles Stanley's probably on there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or Andy. Yeah. Or Joel, and, Joel Osteen and, is number three. Andy isn't Andy isn't as well known, but right. Andy, I mean, he is influential, but he's not as well like the secular world doesn't know about Andy Stanley. Uh, but they probably they might right. know about Joel Osteen. I was wondering that. Oh yeah, yeah, no, for sure they know about Joel Osteen. Right. Yeah, yeah. Osteen's three. Osteen's three. Greg Laurie number four. Mm. Oh, Gene Laurie. Yeah. I forgot about I him. Forgot about Everyone Greg has Laurie. a nickname. Yeah. yeah. Uh I actually totally forgot. I'm surprised he's that high up, though, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. He's Calvary Chapel, right? Uh, Harvest. Harvest. Right? Yeah, he's Harvest. Yeah. Harvest, which yeah. was which branched out of something. Uh, branched no, out of... I want to say he started that. I could be wrong. But yeah, I, but I'm saying like he was... Oh, yeah, I can. think he was with Calvary Chapel. Mm. I don't know. Anyway. It's funny. Is a lot of those guys... I'll bet John MacArthur's in there somewhere. That dude, he's making Bibles. I mean, like uh, his own. <laughs> the MacArthur. No, like physically. Yeah, the MacArthur. Like a woodworker. Com, uh, study commentary. Commentary. Tapping study on the. He's making Bibles. He's making Bibles. <laughs> yeah. No, no. He's done a ton. Uh, that's it. Oh, that's interesting. All those guys have had influence in but, my life in but, one way or another. But the difference sure. is Billy Graham has a star in Holly, on the Hollywood Walk. Yeah. But I'm I, saying like that's how much of the secular world. So like, does the world, Amber Heard. <laughs> the world mourned Billy Graham's passing. <laughs> mm. uh, very much so. The world, yeah, yeah, yeah. the world mourned his uh, passing. Does Mother Teresa have a star? Uh, I don't know if she does. Five, five presidents at Billy Graham's funeral. Wow, that's oh, crazy. Gosh, that is amazing. Yeah, that's I mean, neat. I don't even. That's when you're just like, it's a, I think it's weird where pastors get competitive with other pastors, including us. Uh, and I'm just saying that only because it's something I think is gross and yucky, and I hate so when it gross. Yeah. Uh, but the reality is, is that a lot of it is, is that. It's it's the talents. Let let God just give the yeah. ten talents to whoever he wants to the five talents to sure. one, and then just be responsible with them. Yeah, that's and it. And here's what this is this is gonna sound morbid, but it's funny because I'm like I don't know what you're so competitive about. Uh, he's not around anymore. Hmm. Like he dies just like you're gonna die, Billy Graham. Oh, like okay. he's like I don't know what we're fighting for. Yeah. You're gonna die. Yeah. Calm down. Yeah. Live your life. Have a blast. That's, I think that's a good line, by the way, for pastors. You're gonna. They die. do not have enough fun. Oh my gosh! They are the most humorless group. How? Why? I. I you should be. You're <laughs> like. I'm gonna live forever in eternity with Jesus. You should be having a blast. And especially when you realize that it's all finished. It's all been paid for. You, I should be able to relax a little you bit. You didn't do anything to get yourself into this. Exactly. You can't do anything to lose it. Yeah. Like, what, what is happening? Why are you not just having a great time? It should be so much fun, which I would say uh, we might do to the extreme. We yeah. might have too much fun. There are times where it's like, okay, you guys should probably calm down a little bit. Yeah. That you just, you just invited 
400 cigar comments on this uh, video. Oh, we smoke cigars, by the way. I was just saying, like, so like, because I already, I already got right when you said they're like, yeah, like not smoking cigars. Yeah, uh, I always love that somebody who's never led a single person to Christ is always wanting to tell me <laughs> what's a, what's what's offending non-believers. Yeah, <laughs> that's a really weird thing to say, but it's like anything. Just think about if you never drove a car before, and you go to the mechanic and you tell him how to fix your car. Although, okay, oh, that was better. Yeah, that was better. So you're talking about fix your car, you're like. But like, it's just weird to me. Like, I don't mind you have an opinion. I think it's weird that you think you're right. I, I, so here's where I thought you were going that was interesting. Is I thought you were going to say you've never driven a car before, but you get in a car with somebody and they're driving and you're like, this person's a horrible driver. I'm like, no, no, you get that. That's able that to be done. Opinion's fine. Opinion's fine. Yeah, yeah. And that's the, th- I, it's the absolutely, we, we have, I, I think honestly, I'm one of the most opinionated persons I know. Yeah. I have so many opinions, but I hold them real nicely. What? Nicely. Very buggy. They're like lots of little bugs. They're opinions. gross. All my opinions are gross. I was, I was afraid to respond as quickly as you did to that comment. Go ahead. To so which that, one? Lysley. That you're one of the most opinionated people that you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I, and oh, I think... For sure. I, I mean, we know that you are. I oh, didn't know that you knew. And I think, oh, absolutely. I think opinions are fine. I think discussion is great. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The Bible actually says that think of yourself as sober judgment. So just think about... So... Um, <laughs> Already ready for my first name drop on our podcast. So I'm uh, on this, doing oh. this, uh, I'm doing this movie for Harley Davidson yeah. with a famous director who's yeah. my buddy. And we're there, and he invited me to sit down. Whether it's the director from Harley Davidson and the actual famous director who's the star of this little movie. Okay. And they're talking about how they're going to film it, and I said something. I, <laughs> I said I gave I gave a thought about how to do it. That my buddy turned to look at me like, "That's didn't amazing." He just looked at me like, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, you're right." <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> right. You, you've directed movies. I'm I'm here by the courtesy of you yes. just liking me as a friend. Fantastic. I was not invited to speak at this. And I only say that because, like, I got it. Like, right. Right. You are right. This mm-hmm. is not the thing. This is your thing. This yeah. And I did. think it's weird because I'm like, every person in our church gets to have an opinion. 100%. They get to walk up to us and go, hey, I'm not sure that this was right or whatever. Yeah, Luckily, our church has all kind of figured out that like yeah we're all in this together we all have opinions but at some point like the responsibility doesn't fall on you right so we have to make that final choice right. and here's what i love is that you get the choice to be like okay then i'm gonna leave and we go 100 oh, percent totally. yeah and and when you'd say like hey i think this is a bad testimony amongst believers then i would like the opportunity to say like cool give me some examples yeah who are we talking about here and and has this been your experience? And yes. I just want to hear it. Like you know versus I mean? nobody I, wants to hear that. They don't want to hear versus that. what I think we do too often is I don't like it, so I'm going to use other other non believers or I'm going to use non believers as an example to try and convince you. When the truth is, what you should do is go. I don't like that you smoke cigars, and and it feels like a bad testimony to me. Yeah. And I feel like you're making me stumble. And you go, okay, so so now so I won't why? smoke. Yeah, and then I'm like, then I won't smoke cigars around you. Yeah, right, and I do right. want to hear the why because the truth is, through cigars, and this is the weird truth, but through cigars mm-hmm. specifically, we've led a number of people to Christ. Oh, we started this church at a cigar. Uh, so a yeah, cigar we talked lounge. about this last like last episode. It just. It's the truth. And I'm not saying that they're good or bad. I'm just saying that that's the reality in our lives. Don't smoke if you don't want to smoke them. And I Who love when people are like, what's the line? I'm like, they're like, what's, what's the line then? Then is this, is this, where does this stop? And I'm like, well, the problem when people say that is your opening premises is that you think what I'm doing is sin and I don't. Right. right. Yeah. That's why you're asking what the line is. Yeah. Because we're already starting with you think this is sin and I don't. 
And I'm you, I'm con- I'm confused by the line though, because so so if they say no 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 cigars aren't the line cigars aren't aren't a sin, I'm wondering. But like, do you I, think cigars lead to something? That right. that is I think my biggest confusion. They lead to I'm dancing. Like, yeah. Where so honestly, very, they lead to dancing. They they lead to relaxing. Yeah. In my life, <laughs> that's literally what a cigar leads to. Is I relax a lot. And so I can't figure that part out because it's like, do you think I'm going to start smoking meth because I smoke a cigar? Or they're like, can I, can I then do porn ministry is kind of what they would say. Hmm. But again, it goes back to the idea of you are starting it, what I'm doing is sin and I'm not starting it. I'd really have to figure out what does porn ministry mean? Hmm. Well, what, what specifically are we Triple saying? Triple X Church can probably, you know. Well, that's, that's where I'd be like, yes, you can because they like it's been done. It's been amazing. Yeah. You might be thinking of something different. When right. You say it's porn a, ministry, that's right. You might have a yeah, different idea going on there. Slightly different. Uh, do you have a, a defining cool thing and interesting? Yeah. Um, no, I would probably say, I would say my biggest takeaway from 2022 isn't one thing, it's kind of a mindset. And I think this last year, I probably, the pinnacle of seeing just Christians really struggling to like each other and, and really were divided by things that weren't biblical, like politics, uh, just all the different things going on, just social issues where I feel like the, mm. probably the big defining thing is that I feel like the church divided itself and it didn't need to. I feel like we just weren't able yeah. to have some good conversations and be able to say, you know, if we disagree on this, this too, God will make clear, like Paul says. So, do you think that was worse in 2022? I I do. I think it. I think it was bad. Obviously, through the pand- uh, pandemic and all that stuff. But escalated. this led. What'd you say? It escalated. Yeah, and I think we. You know, then you go through Black Lives Matter, and then you go the LGBTQ stuff, and I thought. I really thought that the church could, in these this situation, be united, even if they don't agree. Yeah. Right? But I felt like it ended up becoming angels and demons. Oh, yeah. Who's I, an angel? Who's a demon? I mm. think that concept by itself, uh, that, you, that you can be united while disagreeing, is counterintuitive to the vast majority of people. Yep. It just is. Because honestly, how can I unite with you if we disagree on this topic? And it doesn't the, make sense. And thus, we, and thus denominations were born. Tens of thousands of denominations of now. all these people who agree that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, but the other stuff. But the and other now we stuff. have a new denomination. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I actually. So I would. It's not to counter what you're saying. I actually think 2020 through 2022, that three, this three year gap, this three year span, uh, has blended so much. Like it's kind of weird. Mm. Because if I'm if if I really think about it, I think 2020 and 2021 were the most divisive that I've ever seen the church, uh, divided and divisive, and 2022 has gotten a little bit better. Okay, and there is something about this might just be personal. There is something about 2023 that just makes me feel like we're all kind of done. Like everybody, like most people are like, you know what? I'm done being mad. I'm done fighting. I'd like to move forward and have a positive impact in my own life, a positive impact in the world. There's something that just feels that way. And maybe I'm just really hopeful. Yeah. But I would love to see the church, the large C church, and humanity in general just go, oh, we all need to calm down. 
Okay. Well, like all of us. And I'm not mad if you don't calm down. Right. If you still say, no, this is a big deal. I go, awesome. awesome. Okay, great, great, great. Let's, just, let's talk about it instead of yell at each other. Mm-hmm. Like, let's sit down and have a meal together and dialogue what this actually means, mm-hmm. what it looks like to move forward and, and even just be friends rather than yell and scream at somebody on a keyboard. We, I, it just feels like it feels like uh, we're ready. I, I think hope it, we're ready. I think if that happens, I think I have more hope. Uh, there was a statistic put out recently that millennials are the first generation to not return to the church in their 30s. So, like, a pretty common in human development yeah. of the church existence. People yeah. go to church in their high school, maybe college, yeah. and then they kind of depart. Then they get married and have kids, and they come back to the church. So right now, that's not happening with the millennials. Okay. They're still like, nope, not coming back. Millennials are in their 30s Yeah, that's now. It. They're starting, yeah, they're starting mm, to oof. get into there. So I think, that's, I think that what you're saying would help that. Uh, I think if the church... I think the millennials right now are looking at the church in one of two lenses, and it's not it's not a, it's not the picture of the church. It's just what they're saying. Mm-hmm. You're either some Southern Baptist MAGA hat wearing church, yep, or you're a mega church. And so the Southern Baptist MAGA hat is you hate, you don't love people. There's the world's hurting. How can you be the church if you're not loving? Or you're the mega church, and you're like, wait, you're supposed to be about charity and humility and love, and it feels more like about stardom and money and yeah. the machine. And I think that's kind of right now the only two images of the church that's being projected to the millennials. Again, that's not the only church. Yeah, because there's absolutely. plenty of amazing churches out there. But that is, I feel like the and and also both those groups are are active on social media. You know what I mean? So they're they're putting all their opinions on social media. Yeah. And I think that's what the millennials are seeing. So hopefully, if we do see a shift. So I, what would you say then? Sorry, I cut you off yeah. because I'm interested in. What would you see then as the healthy church that would attract millennials? All right, we'll turn it to these guys. And how do you see our church? Just because I mean, it's we're a pretty specific church. We all work at one church. But what would you say? What's a what's a really healthy version? If that's the unhealthy versions, uh, what what do you think would attract a millennial to church? What we're doing. You are a millennial. Is he a millennial? It just hit me. Yeah, I'm I'm turning 30 this year. You're the oldest millennial I know. (laughs) Josh is an 80-year-old millennial. I don't know how it works, but he is the oldest man I know. My back is sore in the morning. It's true. That's right. He he sometimes gets grumpy like a millennial. He's like, what are are the kids saying on the talk? What, what, yeah. what are the videos going well, on? Get the your ticket right talks out of my that's, face. That's not my lawn. But get <laughs> off it. <laughs> but get off it. Um, I think you mentioned it earlier. Being people want to be understood. They want to be heard. That's something I think is is, is paramount with this with millennials, people my age. And I think one thing that our church is doing, and and people in, in our social groups that are doing is there's this baseline of love and empathy, and mm. also honestly the the. The ability to, to listen, you know, be quick to listen, slow to speak, and especially with the interactivity that we have online, that's something that's new for a lot of people that come to our church and go, whoa, this is very interactive. I can actually comment something on a question that you guys bring up during a sermon, and you guys sometimes will even, you know, bring it out, to, you know, speak it publicly, and then build upon that. And there's something that is, it's, there's something comforting in that, as well as... Um, that inclusivity 
is just open that conversation, whether you agree or not. Serial killer just walked into the room, so that <laughs> yeah. just where that yeah. creaky door was. Just don't worry about it. That's why <laughs> we're all going to remain whether real you still. It. Whether you agree or not, just having that conversation and still walking out as brothers and sisters in love. Okay. That's Something good. That's okay. new. I like that. I think that a lot of uh, I think that in a lot of degrees millennials got a bad rap as well. I think that um, they yeah. got Ooh, way to pander. Yeah, I the, like the this. rappers are horrible. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, millennial rappers are there. You're right. They're <laughs> millennial rappers are the worst. My my kids are millennials, um, and what? so yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and so uh, a lot of millennials got a bad rap um, in that they were they were deemed as soft or whatever. Or, Snowflakes, they were calling Snowflakes. them early, early on. In the it's a generation. great, Lazy. it's a great term. It's not bad. Yeah. It's, it's funny. It's mean, and it's but it's it's a it's clever. Even though it's you mean. know another problem that I have. You said uh, pastors are lacking humor, and that's something that they could really work on. That is one thing that when you have like the two sides of the political stream. Uh, it seems like all the humor is coming from the liberal side. Weird. Why are conservatives why are, like why grumpy and mad? <laughs> why aren't they funny? Yeah. Because here's the deal. Whoever came up with Snowflake is genuinely funny. That's but the worst part is thing. they meant it as mean and the they were mean. angry. They're, right. they're and I'm like, so mean. By the way. That's hilarious, By though. the way, every generation <laughs> from 15 to 21, we were all snowflakes. All snowflakes. All of us. Well, except for the greatest generation. Yeah. They, they, were, they were pretty hardened. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But what's weird? They're getting to me, married at twelve. The truth is, tanks. every every generation had the generation under them to hate. True. They yeah. were they were always True. the worst. Yeah. Throughout True. history. Yeah. So True. I think it's weird that all of a sudden we're like, no, we don't get what's going on. I'm like, oh, dude, you realize that you're going to do this forever. I love that and we think it's a generational thing as opposed to it's a human development thing. Exactly. It's because, just human development because every generation had the generation above them to hate as well. Exactly. Yeah. So there was that. Yeah. Uh, so I think all of those things were said about millennials, and I don't think any of them were true any more than they have been, like we just said, through any generation in history. I think what millennials want is they want people that will tell them truth and then love them anyway, even when they disagree. Awesome. Yeah, and I, I think that they will find that here. I yeah. think what you said earlier, you don't have to agree on every point here to feel loved, accepted, and included here. Yeah, yeah. it's good. Um, I, and I think that's the biggest thing here. There are a lot of people here that we don't agree on everything, but we agree on one thing. Yeah. And that, that one thing that is Joe the, is the better only senior thing pastor. that matters. That's, what I was, that's, oh. I was, that's where I was going with exactly. <laughs> they have a choice between two senior pastors. Yeah, yeah. They agree. It's, it's uh, I think the truth part is the part that I... And I, here's the deal. Like I, It was weird to realize that I'm, I have become... Like I've, I'm separate from a generation because I've always been the youngest guy on staff. I've always been like the youngest, and it's that's always how I felt. So it's weird now to still be the youngest guy on staff <laughs> by far. Actually, yeah. Yeah. like it's kind of shocking. Josh and I are part both millennials, and so I mean maybe not a millennial. I'm not. Uh, but I think the truth part—that's the part when when I think about it. And again, it's all conceptual. I think, man. The kingdom of God is not about words, but of power. Mm -hmm. And I think if we could, if the church could show the world what real power looks like, right. and I know that most people go, yeah, let's get aggressive and we'll be powerful. And I go, ooh, read the Bible. Yeah. Jesus's power was very subversive and it was very quiet. Yeah. And it, but it was, it was real power. And I'd like to see a move of the Holy Spirit again. Yeah. That would shock and wake up millennials. That would that would change lives, because right now I think what millennials are looking at is a really crappy society. Yeah. I think they're looking at a horrible political system. 
I think they're looking at so many things that are broken. The education system's broken. There's good things in all of them. Sure. But we know all these things are broken. They've been brought up in a very broken system. Yeah. To then go, screw all that, because that's not even reality. That's all going to burn. Yeah. Here's what real power looks like. Here's what life change looks like. Then to experience peace and joy that far surpasses understanding, I go... There it is. To me, I'm like, oh, we can disagree on what is sin and how to behave, but that's real power. I, so I like that. And I would say <clears throat> I would say it goes back to I think we've overcomplicated it because when they asked Jesus, you know, which commandments should I follow? And he's like, yeah. love God, love people. Boom. And I think yeah. I think if the world's take on the church was, I don't agree that there's a God. I don't agree on your different views and stuff but, like that, but I know this. You love God. Boom. And you love and people. And you love people. And you love God and you love people. If people, if that's all they ever attach to the church, yeah. everybody would come. They wouldn't, it wouldn't be a generational thing. I agree. Because they would just say, oh, yeah, I don't th- agree with this guy at Let all. Let them but see man, your good works. He, they are, and praise your Father in heaven. It's They're like, baller. this guy loves me, man. Right. It's the craziest part. Here's the crazy part. I think he's a whack job. I think he's so weird because he believes in a God that doesn't exist, the right. spaghetti monster in the sky. Right. But gosh dang it, if he hasn't helped me out every time I've needed it. This guy voted for Trump. This guy is it. against the LGBT, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. Like you say, I know all his views, and I promise you, this guy loves me yep. more than anybody else. In fact, I would say... The majority of people God has used me to lead to Christ. We didn't agree. Yeah. So I had nothing yeah. to do with agreement. And I feel like the church is in this place to get the world to agree with them. Yeah, right. As that a, shift is exactly what happened. That's it. And yeah. as opposed to being like, no, they don't need to agree with us. We need to love them. I just and love them in, and this is what I think is so interesting, is really love like love them with your finances. Yeah. Like honestly, yeah. love them with your time. Yeah. Change, change the gear, because when I was growing up, it was like, I do love them. That's why I'm telling them they're going to hell. Right. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I get what you're saying. <laughs> but what if you actually sacrificed of yourself to love someone? Because that's the, literally what Jesus did. They would always yeah. say, oh, I, I love them. That's why I'm telling them all of these things. 100%. I'm yeah. telling them why they're such a sinner. The, the, message, uh, the message gives that such a beautiful picture of that. Love God, love people. It says, these two commandments are pegs on which all of the law and all of the prophets hang. Yeah. And if you get, if you conceptualize that visually, all of the law and all of the prophets, which was the word of God at the time. Right. They hang on those pegs. So without those, that, that love for God and people, all of the word of God falls flat. Yep. yep. It's, it's why, it is, this is funny. It's why, I think it says it on both sides. That's why we have this. This is our church mug. Josh, don't show that shot. Yeah, it makes you. Yeah, away, while I'm doing this that. with my arm out, <laughs> just go to this. cut to yeah. Joe. <laughs> it's it's why it's the love all serve all. That is that's to us. That's everything, right? I mean, that is that's why well, what our church is founded on. I think the I think the misinformation in our world in the church specifically is if I buy a cake from that transgendered guy, I'm affirming his behavior and life choices. And I said, no, if you, if you buy a cake from the transgender guy, you're affirming his value, that God loves him, John 3, 16, yep. and that you love him too. And can we take a minute and, re- and just be honest? You not buying a cake, does he change? Right. Let's, let's say you're right, and I'm not saying that you're right, but let's say you're right and say that he's in the wrong, okay? I'm taking the, the, that off the table. I'm not saying either one of those. But let's say you are. Is you being mean to him 
telling him he's horrible and not buying a cake from him, does he go, oh, man, I need Jesus? Right. Does it, maybe he does. I'm not, again, right. I'm letting you think through this. Does that the change he has? Or is it you being like, dude, I love you so much. And then once you have a relationship, say, hey, maybe this isn't the best for your life. I'm not telling you it is or isn't. Yeah. But let me just introduce you to Jesus. Right. Because I'm not the convictor of sin anyway, even if it is a sin. I'm going to let the Holy Spirit do the Holy Spirit's job. I'm going to just do my job, which is love you and care for you and be there for you. And, and just hear Jesus' words. If you only love those who love you, isn't that what the text collectors You're do? You're no better than the worst. Yeah. Well, right. Isn't that what they already do? Yeah. He goes, love, love, for those who, love those who hate you and pray for those who persecute you. Yeah. So why would you not say, so that's, this, is, this is all Jesus stuff. This yeah. is like literally like you have somehow, somehow some group has told you that loving someone is the equivalent to agreement and affirmation of yeah. the choices they make. Yeah. In fact, the Bible, Jesus would say specifically, has nothing to do with it. In fact, what's amazing is when you love somebody who you don't agree with, who doesn't right. agree with you. And I think it's realizing at some point when you grasp the concept that our battle is not against flesh and blood. Mm -hmm. I am not in a battle against that guy that I think is doing something wrong. That's right. Yet that's the, it's tangible. So Christians turn and we're like, we have to boycott and we have to pick at that guy. Right. And I'm like, but that's not your fight. That's not what you're fighting. If you really want to see somebody come to know the Lord, which that's the sad part, I don't think that's the goal most often with Christians. It's I want to correct them, I want to fix them, and I want everybody to be like me. Right. That's You're always going to screw up. You're always going to turn people away. Yeah. You're always going to hurt people. As opposed to saying... I would love to see that person meet Jesus. What's the best way to do that? Yeah, mm. and and that's because you're probably you're you're probably going to act a lot different. Yeah, I think that's I think that's right on. I think the idea is somehow we've gotten to our mind that when you're a Christian long enough, that you had something to do with this. Isn't that, that the truth? Yeah. That you all of a sudden, because you've been living righteously for so long, that you are somehow the author of your righteousness. As opposed to, you were a sinner, yeah. and Christ died for you while you were yet a sinner. Yeah, that's right. And so now, and so now, looking at the world and saying, like, so if I'm going to model Jesus, mm -hmm. my ministry is to sinners, that to sacrifice for them, to love them. Yeah, that's my. That if I'm going to be like him, that's that's what I'm doing. Yeah, and I don't know how the non-believers became the enemy. Yeah, and still, and I think. Christians freak out because I'm like, I'm not saying you don't speak truth. I'm not saying if something is a sin, you, you say it's not a sin. I'm not saying change those things. I just don't know why we're leading with those things. Yeah. And why are you leading with or the, altering your, your behavior? Is, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're doing this and I don't agree with it. Yeah. I love you though. Yeah. You know, make me a cake. Yeah. And you kind of go, sure. But what does that have to do with anything? Like it, to, to, to think that somebody has to be void of sin to make you happy. It's very odd because yeah. I'm like, but you still have sin in your life. Right. And, but you've been forgiven. And, and, and God's story is a rescue story. And I don't know when we forgot that we're rescuers. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're rescuers. Whether yeah. they know, whether non-believers know they're drowning or not, we do. And the rescued. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And do you have to, do you have to convince someone that they're drowning in order to help them? Or you're just going to be like, fine, you're drowning. You don't want to, you just jump in. Yeah, it is. It's it's so interesting that it, that is a weird, and I, 
it is where things kind of get muddy. But do I have to, if someone is drowning, do I have to convince them that they're drowning? Or can I just jump in the water with them? I'm not saying sin, but like, and help them and just be with them. And at some point they'll go, oh, shoot, I didn't even realize I was drowning. Right. And you go, cool. All right, whatever. Do I have to sit there and yell and scream at them like, no, you're drowning. Just Let me the, tell you, visual your, your lack of ability to kick your legs right now <laughs> yeah. is the cause. In the hands, look Tread. at the way you're doing your hands. That's wrong, too. That's wrong, Tread. too. You're drinking a lot of water right now. <laughs> it's weird. Well, oh, wait. What was, you, what was your 2022? No, I said it. It was, it was uh, the Christians. Yeah. Uh, mine was, everybody was kind of, you guys were not as spiritual as me, obviously. Uh, I think the defining moment in 2022 was Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. Mm-hmm. Just to bring things back down to a spiritual, biblical That's place. Good, yeah. That's good. I was, I said this uh, before, that I am so surprised because I hate celebrity. I hate the idea of it. I think worshiping these, I'm like, yeah, you're a great actor. I couldn't care less. I don't know you, so you don't have a bearing on my life. You're fun yeah. in a movie. That's all I care about. I mostly worship great bakers. like locally. Specific, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, you're so good at baking. And so it was funny to me, because the Amber Heard Johnny Depp thing happens, the trial, I know nothing about it. I go, I couldn't care less. This is so stupid. And then some... YouTube video popped up on my feed that was like a recap of today. This was early on in the trial. And I was like, ah, hey, whatever, I'll click on it. I clicked on it. I'm like, you know, what a mild curiosity. And then I was enthralled. Yep. I was enamored by the insanity that ensued. I, I couldn't, I probably watched a video almost every day for the two or three weeks that it was going on. Just enamored by the insanity. You and the rest of the country. Oh, no, it was huge. Yeah. But it was weird. I felt weird. Like the first week of doing it, I didn't say a word because I was embarrassed. I was like, I don't want to talk about that. And then I was like, Have you, did you see this? And then the other person was like, oh, my God, did you see? Oh, God, shh, yeah, don't touch this. Oh. And then it became amazing. I thought it was, there was something about it. I don't even know exactly what it was. It was insane. It was so fun to watch. Surprising. It was, so, it was surprising. Oh, yeah. So you're talking about celebrity news. Was Last Kingdom, did we all watch that last, this last in 2022? Yes. Yeah. That was, yeah, that That's was all so, in 2022. That feels like that was so long ago. And it's so sad that it ended. I yeah. love that Uthred so much. Of I don't right. think there's been... Biemflut Utrid. Utrid of Utrid, friend of Utrid, son of Utrid. Lisa and I would listen to see how everybody pronounced Biemflut. Biemflut. Every, all yeah. like this, Biemflut. I was like, I'm like, they're all <laughs> saying this differently. Was that the best show of 2022? I was oh, trying to 100%. think of... Ooh. I was trying to think if it was. That's what got me thinking, like... Uh, I mean, that's the, I don't know, man. I, I mean, I, I, you haven't seen Yellowstone. Yellowstone's also pretty I, awesome. I love Yellowstone. Yeah. Yellowstone, I, Rick and Morty. I have uh, not seen Morty. Yellowstone. Was Good Games 2022? No, Good that was games? before. Squid, Squid Games? games. Oh, By the way, I, star- I started Alice. Squid Games. Alice, Alice Borderland. Borderland. It was good. Yeah. Oh, it looks fantastic. Oh, it actually came so out, I looked it up. It came out the year before Squid Games. Because it has a similar, oh, it just hadn't blown up. Similar premise, um, but it's much more affecting the entirety of Tokyo. As a is it dubbed or subbed? It has it has both. It's probably dubbed. Okay, as long I, as it's I'm dubbed, watching, I can watch. I'm watching it. it I, I can't it with the subtitles. I my, can't read. My daughter walked in. She's like, "Oh yeah, this is part of a manga series, which is a part, big part of." Game, oh, it looks it looks like it's game manga. Anima- yeah, yeah, yeah. game animation. Yeah. Like where the anime that is revolving around playing a game. Yeah. 
I no. finished Wednesday. Oh, oh great, great show. Was, was that 2023 or was that 2020? 2022. Yeah, that was good. It ended was last good. year. I thought that was I think fantastic. Last, Hard, last, last Kingdom last was like Kingdom. Last Kingdom was like game changer. Ooh, so like yeah. it was so well, what we do in the shadows and Letterkenny. That was this last year. Okay, Letterkenny had the uh, what's this? The spinoff Shorzy. Yeah, which I loved. Yeah. I never even saw. I it. I saw one episode with two episodes with you. Didn't want to see it at all because I'm like, there's no way Shorzy's the most annoying character in all of Letterkenny. So why would I watch a show based on the most annoying character? Didn't want to watch it. Finally watched one. I was like, oh, that was pretty good. Mm. Then I've, I've watched Shorzy the whole season three or four separate times because I liked it so much. Wow. There's it's not wonderful. A, there's not a lot that I would say. Um, well, I'll just say this. We can recommend Last Kingdom. Like I, that's, a, that's a recommendable yeah. show. Um, I think Last Kingdom has a wider appeal, too. Sure. Oh, yeah. You can and watch it, it with anybody. It, and it's, I mean, it had... Larger distribution, higher quality. It was a fantastic show. Yeah, all of all around on Netflix. Letter so Kenny good. is such a small. Most people probably haven't even heard of it. Yeah. It's a weird, and small, filled obscure. with a lot of language for some people. That I didn't know there was language in it. Yeah, because, was there any language? <laughs> and half of the shows that you guys just mentioned, I would never watch. Canadian language. It's it's Canuck language. That's true. Mm. Uh, half of them, Squid Games. You never saw Squid I, Game? I watched like three minutes of one episode. I was like, this is dumb. Never watch Rick and Morty. Wait, why is it dumb? It's just too mean, three minutes. cool and, and boring. Yeah, Uncool right. and yes. boring. Oh, yeah. Really? Not watching Rick and Morty is just your own I, I don't watch. Your own I don't watch animation stuff. I don't watch people When people say I don't watch animation stuff, I... They just they try and climb a, like steps to be like I'm so much higher than you. Right. Like I don't watch animation, and so they're like I'm better. Sorry. And it's so sad because I'm like, you know, that's fine. Just miss out what on is, one of the greatest things feel free. that our world has ever known, which is yeah. Rick and Morty. Yeah, you know, yeah. and your kids are millennials, and that's all they're watching. So good move. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Way to relate to them. It's good. Yeah. yeah. What does yeah. what does Gaffigan say when you? See a buddy at McDonald's, like, hey, I'm using the ATM. What are you doing? Oh, here? yeah. He's like, I didn't know it was better than you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, my kids, all they watch is sports. Okay. So that's it. All right. All right. Good stuff. My that, cigar's about out. That was enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, this was fun. It was. It was a little bit, I feel almost tired. We, we talked about, maybe it was talking about last I year. Think the lights. Maybe yeah. that's what oh, it is. The lights are bright. Oh, oh, you think it's the lights? I think yeah. it's because it's like an hour and a half past lunchtime. Oh, so and I have not eaten yet today. So yeah. what's the oh. ending thing? Is it, do, we, do people still say like and subscribe and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. leave a comment. Yeah. yeah. Actually, do leave a comment. We and do want to read suggest a topic. Actually, suggest yeah. topics. Like, any, yeah, like topics. and subscribe, whatever. We don't care. Uh, it, help, it helps us a ton, and you still get to do what you want to do. Comments huge because we really do want to chat through this stuff. I, especially if you disagree with things, we'd love to talk through that. Again, that's kind of what this is all about is being open to disagreeing. So we'd love that. Yeah. And we um, won't just shit on your ideas. Like, did I say that out loud? We won't? Well, I won't just shit on oh, your ideas. 100% that's what we're doing. Yeah. What else is fun for us? Some super, uh, somebody shit. just, somebody drops like 40 verses in this big thing and I just write, nope. Nope. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> And I'll be the guy that sends you what the actual uh, original language means to the verses that you're misquoting. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. wow. He's throwing down the gauntlet. He's like, This he's guy like is climbing stairs to get higher than everybody he is, else. He, he, really is, is. he is up <laughs> eight flights of stairs. I he's like, listen, I know the original language. I don't watch your Rich and Morty shows. <laughs> <laughs> this rich guy, and Marty. <laughs> we're going to end this episode with knowing how much better Floyd is than you. Yeah, okay? We knew That's that what when we're we started. Do. That's how it works. Uh, what's our outro, Josh? Yep. The outro is just thanks for joining, guys, on You Won't Hate It. 
I'm Josh. I'm Ryan. I'm Floyd. I'm Clutis. <laughs> Cloud. See you next time, guys. Yeah, out of. Th-